Thanks for tuning in to the Good Morning Mimosas podcast. Want ad-free listening and bonus content? Subscribe to our Patreon or check out our Mimosa Market. Now to the episode. Good morning and welcome to the Good Morning Mimosas podcast. I am here with Lily again in the studio, and we are on episode three out of four for the love series. Now, the last couple of weeks, we have gone over two of the archetypes. We've gone over the chill woman, and then we've gone over the fortress woman. Well, today we are diving into the goddess woman. Really excited to jump in here. But before I say good morning to Lily, I'd like to kick off with our quote this week, which is where there's drama, there's trauma. I don't know about you, but I, as soon as I heard that quote, I was like, "Mm, yes, (laughs) yes, it is so accurate. So again, where there's drama, there's trauma. Good morning, Lily. Welcome back. Hi, Cheryl. I'm so excited to have this conversation. You know, I can talk about love for days and hours. And so I can't wait to see what comes up today. (laughs) Who knows? No, I know. Okay. So I think to start out with, could you go over for those who haven't fully listened to our love episode in season two, kind of tell us a little bit about the goddess woman Mm. and what Mm. she looks like. Yes. Well, yes, absolutely. So I would definitely recommend going back and listening to that episode, whatever episode number that is. And I'm sure you can link it up if you want to Cheryl. I think it's important to, before we even start this conversation is to kind of to give everyone an idea. If you're jumping in, just kind of jumping into my work and the feminine dating archetypes, just to give you an idea as far as why, what, what the heck are these? No, I've never heard of them before. And why, why, why is Lily talking about the feminine dating archetypes? So um, in that episode, you'll hear a lot also about my story and how I came to be who I am today, how I call in love, how I go, I'm, I just went to the store before getting on this call and how, like, I literally am in a magnet to people and have no idea why or how I got there. And this happens with love as well. And so this is, this has been my process and what I've discovered, it's like one of those weird things that I feel like I've discovered something that's, that's been known for decades. It's been forgotten, which is like how, how a woman can be a magnet to love. And of course, like I went through this process of pain and transformation myself And then I realized that like, this isn't being taught in school. Like this isn't like, you can read about things like this in a book on Instagram, but it's so incomplete, which we can talk about today. It's a lot that's kind of gelling a lot with what the goddess woman has experienced, but it's about the transformation of like, again, like what I went through. So it's a very personal goal. It's a person It's very deeply embedded into my, like who I am as a person. And then it's solidified through the process of working with women over hundreds of coaching hours and seeing us go through the same things that we do not talk about. We can't talk about because we have shame. We can't talk about with our family because they, you know, love our family, but did they give us the best representation of what an epic love relationship is? So this is where all of this came from. And so we've talked about so far, um, if you're listening, you're on episode three right now, we've talked about the chill woman. You can go back and listen to that. We've talked about the fortress woman. And now today we're talking about the goddess woman. And you can think of it as in phases. You can think of it as in this, as an archetype or whatever you would like, but 
what I really love for you to hear is that you are not alone, right? Like all of these things that we're talking about, even one of my biggest values is to talk about the things that people don't talk about, right? And this is it. Like it's the struggle of trying to find epic love, not losing ourselves, self-sacrificing, not closing up our hearts, but being open and being free and being loving and being kind and all of that good stuff all wrapped up into four different archetypes. I when when you were talking about this and especially when you said, you know, that this is something that isn't really talked about, um, especially like in schools. And you mentioned family, but I was thinking, you know, a lot of families will say, I love you. And not that it's a check in the box, but mm-hmm. how they act or, you know, how they show or maybe even teach or what is being absorbed as the woman going through this as what love actually is and what that means. The influence there um, mm. is also not necessarily taught. It may just be however far a parent has progressed and then you're just observing that level. There may not be continual growth um, or positive action there. So I think that's a good point to bring up. And you said about, you know, shame on, on our podcast here from a a previous series we had, we, we call it shilt, but shame and guilt. Um, Mm. And we, we have a, (laughs) there's actually a workout tank top we have that's, it says shilt. No one needs that. Um, And I, I love love it um, because I grew up in, you know, a very traditional Catholic household and, you know, even in high school, you know, everyone would kind of joke the Catholic guilt thing, but it was such a huge part, like feeling guilty and not just because of Catholicism, but like just a lot of variables of when I was, you know, race and kind of what was the norm to everyone, Mm -hmm. like feeling shame and guilt was very normal, Mm -hmm. Um, very normal. And when I think about the kind of magnetic love that I have now, not that I wasn't cared for and not that I wasn't loved, but the everyday actions, um, how everything was like, just the way it, it was, it it just wasn't even on the same playing field, Mm. if that makes sense. So what a, like a miraculous transformation. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I, I literally, you know, mimosas were not here before we press the record button, but you know, we were talking about gratitudes and man, yeah, it is. It's such a cool journey to go through, but then it's even better to be able to have conversations that you and I are having and be able to talk to other people, because like you said, they aren't alone and maybe some people haven't gotten through that yet. So Mm -hmm. anyways, just great. (sighs) So many great points in there. So Yeah. Yeah. And I I just want to add that like, yeah, this conversation is very nuanced. Like I, to be completely frank, I have to find, even after doing this for a decade, I have to find people that I know that are safe and welcome to new ideas to have these types of real life conversations in our lives. And we, you're right. Like Charlotte's so true. Like, and this, I'm like, it hurts a little bit, right? Like, like putting blame on someone else, but in reality, it is not our fault you know, it's not our fault. Like we have, you know, I can tell you, I learned how to have like a very, um, to live in a very like submissive and dominant household where the woman is submissive and the male is dominant and mean. Some people lived in situations where it was a 50, 50, you know, part like roommate situation. Right. And that, you know, same idea, like there's really no, there's no love, there's no communication, no connection. Right. The good, like 
this is, it's just so to me today, blatantly obvious that these teachings um, are, I think it's becoming more prevalent, but it like, it's just, we're not, we're not taught this, you know, we go through and we look at like, I think I talked about, what did I say? about the goddess woman the other day, cause I was talking about Disney and I was talking about how I've talked about this before, probably here where we were taught at least like somewhere around my generation that, you know, Ariel gave up her voice for true love, like gave up her true self, her true identity, you know, for true love. Um, I learned about the white knight syndrome from pretty woman girl from pretty <laughs> woman the t- the movies and the tvs were my teachers because i couldn't there was nothing um you know there was no communication there wasn't no opening for communication and secret you know it's so secret where i you know grew up um the other thing i brought up was i learned about sexuality from freaking basic instinct i don't know if you know that movie but it's like you know like that is how it works you know that is how yeah. i learned to be what I was quote unquote thought I was supposed to be to get the love that I really, really wanted. And, you know, being open to new ideas and deep discussions. Um, I real quick, very small tangent story. You know, I have, um, a few girlfriends and we went out, um, for dinner Friday night and being over here, it's, it's different. Um, and we're all military. So, you become very fast friends, you know, um, mm. compared to the civilian side, because all of us are moving at a different time frame. You know, my one girlfriend, we, I mean, just clicked instantly. She leaves in a month, you know, my mm. other girlfriend, she's just going home for the summer. But by the time she comes back, my other friend will be gone. So the three of us have been, you know, really making an effort to, to hang out and everything. And, you know, Friday before uh, my girlfriend left to go back to the States for the summer, she was saying, she's like, you know, I just want to take a moment. And we were just kind of talking and having like a moment of gratitude for Mm -hmm. like our friendships and what it's brought to the table. And, you know, she was just saying how it was so refreshing to find spouses who could talk about the deep, the important things, the you know, the hard emotions, the, you know, and, and getting sound advice because not necessarily all the way until this point, but the majority it's been very surface. Mm -hmm. And I think that, and we were just talking about how fantastic it is to, you know, be able to have those relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think talking about these phases and, you know, getting into the goddess woman, you know, it's a deep look inside. Mm -hmm. It's being open to deep conversations, but man, it's so rewarding um, when you take the journey. So Mm, yeah, it really is. It really is. And a lot of times I think in dating, what I see most is that I think people or women believe that they can't be surface, like they have to be surface at the beginning. So they don't, and that this is actually a very good segue into the goddess woman. You know, I used to get all of um, one of the biggest well-meaning advice that I used to get was from one of my best friends, which was like, don't go so deep so fast. Right. And I'm just like, I'm a deep person. Like, you know, allow me to, to go to the depths. I'll go to the depths. Like you do your scuba diving. We could do that here. You know what I'm saying? So what that did and, you know, I am my own person, but then I have these other things in my head, like, well, 
maybe I am too, too deep. Maybe, maybe I really just need to just go have fun and laugh and like, go get some drinks and just have fun. Right. But that is a great example. Like we can be at the very beginning as a woman going to date. If we feel comfortable, safe, confident, loving, compassionate, cause we're going to make a lot of mistakes kind. If we are effervescent in all of those energies. And if our radiance shines through with all of those, those qualities from the get, that is like, that is how you attract epic and magnetic love. And I think that we shut these, we shut these down, you know, all of these different, you know, there's the, you know, what we're talking about, about childhood, how we grew up. There's all these different things, you know, things that we watch on TV. There's like, you know, there are friends and family who are well-meaning, but they they give horrible advice. Sorry, y'all. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's all these things going on in our head about like, and especially if we really want love, that stuff will mess you up. And so that's the whole, the whole thing is about coming back into authenticity, coming back into alignment. And we all know that we, you know, if you, we know enough by now, especially your mimosas that are listening here, that we know that we need more self-love to be loved, but that is a lot harder in action than it is in theory. And I think, you know, one thing in particular about the goddess woman, if you were to look at her and I have a friend that when we were talking about the goddess archetype, I was like, in my mind, I can see her plain as day, like she's sitting across Mm -hmm. from me. She looks like a goddess, you know, like she, Mm -hmm. from the outside, she looks like she has it going on. You know, she goes to the gym. She's like, in terms of like physical maintenance, Mm -hmm. she's on point with that. You know, she's, she's the person that has like the scheduled and planned hair, you know, routine, like she's going to get her hair cut X number of days. She gets, you know, highlights put in, you know, X number of times a year, she's getting her nails done every so often. Like she has all of her exterior maintenance things like on lock. So if you were to see her, you would Mm -hmm. literally probably be like, Oh my gosh, is she a model? Like just stunning. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I talked about a little bit on the episode we did in season two, but it was amazing how, when we were hanging out again, having a a blast, we all three friends, uh, we all got together and we went on vacation together and she, you know, we're having a blast. We're going to a restaurant, you know, everything's great. I mean, again, looking just like she could take on the world, like just stunning. And then she saw like an emoji reaction to a picture of a couple and her whole demeanor changed mm. It like affected her so much. And I, well, first off, I didn't understand the emoji. So I had to like ask lots of questions and what platform are we on and all that to get me there. I'm getting so much better. I'm getting yes, so much you better. Are. I couldn't understand from where I'm at in life. You know, I, and I was definitely open and, and trying to, you know, figure it out, but how her entire life, it seemed just change. And it was almost like this cloud that like instantly came mm. over when to me, I'm like, we're laughing. We're, you know, singing songs in the back of an Uber. Like we're on vacation, you know, we're having this incredible time, but this small thing just like totally rocked her world. Um, and it's because, you know, she, you know, in talking and, you know, kind of talking this out with her, you know, she really wanted that the picture that, this emoji went to was about, you know, this couple that like 
really loves each other. And it was like a cute picture of them, which is what she wanted, Mm. you know? And it was such a instant moment of like, dang, like Mm. that's so deep, you know, for it to be such a small thing to literally shatter what seemingly looks like all this goodness around you, but the, it, it just holds so much weight. Cause clearly that like you want that so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was my, yeah. when I think of goddess woman, that's yeah. literally what I think. Of. I think, yeah, I think we're done here. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it. Um, <laughs> See you later. Mimosas. That's pretty much the goddess woman. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, totally. You took me to a place because that is a lot of what the goddess woman um that's the experience of the goddess woman um and you know i know people feel seen when i go into the archetypes and i just want to say that there is really good reason for like we were talking about for this discussion for it may be hurting just a little bit for a little bit of of transformation because the first step really is awareness right so that's where we are and yeah, the goddess woman on the outside, like she knows how to give herself self-love. Like she's that she's evolved, you know, she's evolved that to that point. She, um, really, really into personal growth work, personal fulfillment, you know, she likely has, you know, success, you know, in a, in pretty much all the, every other area of her life, except for love. And she's done a lot of work, you know, she's done a lot of work to get there. She knows what she needs to do. She knows what lights her up. The goddess woman too has written a letter to her soulmate multiple times, maybe, or she, you know, she's done the work where she's written out the qualities, you know, she wants in a man, but there's a hard time for the goddess woman to actually get what she wants off that paper and into real life. And what that, ha- what happens with the goddess woman is she starts to get really confused because she knows that she's worth it. She's actually following through with a lot of her like self-love and like, you know, she's into mindset and maybe breath work and yoga and hiking, you know, all that stuff. But again, there's, she's confused because she thinks that she is doing everything that she needs to do to get the love that she knows that she deserves, but the people that are attracting or she's attracting um, maybe aren't committal, um, maybe emotionally unavailable, but most oftentimes with the goddess woman, this is going to hurt, but she feels like she's more evolved than the man, right? So she feels that there is, she feels like there's scarcity out there. Like one of the last things that I personally had to heal was that scarcity of, you know, all the good men are taken. Um, there aren't any good men left. Uh, there are no quote unquote conscious men around. Go ahead. You're dying. No, I, I am. Cause you said that. And I, I feel like I have talked about a goddess type woman. And, you know, when I was talking with mutual friends and things like that, and it's, it's almost like relationships that finally are committed to, it's almost like a decision and a like, there has to be a checklist where she has to physically. And I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know the, the guys, but so well but physically like if you saw them next to each other like she blatantly is more attractive just Mm. from the outside than they are and that's almost like a requirement it seems and I feel like that also has something to do with it Mm. I don't know quite a good way of describing it besides that but it's like one of those things where I'm like is it just mean it's not that you know it's all about the exterior and the physical looks 
But you know, when uh, you almost take someone's uh, dating history and you line them all up Mm. and there's just a commonality, that is just one of those that I was like, is it just me? And everyone else was like, no, that's spot on. Like I was thinking the same thing and I was like, okay. I was like, and again, could be super, super nice guys. Um, I don't know them that well. Yeah. So many things um, with that. And thank you for that. Is that the goddess woman, it's like, she, like I said, she's, she's evolved, you know, she's evolved. She's what tends to happen with her is her need for a quote unquote conscious relationship with whatever definition that she has in her mind, which is hard to define, you know, really, I'm sure you can look it up, but like, how do you embody, like, what's the, what are the embodiments? What are the actions? What are the behaviors? You know, she is really, really more attached. And this is, this is hard y'all. This is work and it's hard but it's possible. But what happens is, is she gets really, really attached to that vision on her vision board, that, that list that she has, which is so dope. It's amazing. You've done that work, but this is what happens when she's on a date. If we were sitting next to each other, we would be like this, right? So what I'm doing is I'm holding my hand up between Cheryl and I, like if we were on a date, she would have her attachment and her, her list mentally, probably, hopefully not physically, but there would, there, there's a part during the dating process where she's more attached to the list, the qualities that she wants. And I'm not saying just go like, go date some scrubs. Right. But what I'm saying is that where, like, where's your energy when, when you're dating, like, are you attached to the list? Or are you attached to like getting to know who this man was? And this was very, very very hard for me coming from a very like abusive and traumatic background, right? Which everyone has had, you know, where there's drama, there's trauma y'all and everyone has drama and trauma. So, you know, that's, you know, it's a thing, but that attachment to the conscious quote unquote relationship and, and the fact that you're talking about Cheryl is that she is likely more far, farther along developmentally, like emotionally, um, emotional IQ, personal development than the man, the men are that she's dating. And that's just, I feel like that's just where we are right now. Right. Like I, it's changing Yeah. and not to say that we should like, you know, again, give up all of these values, everything I, I'm not saying that, but what the opportunity is for the goddess woman. And this is the key is to, to heal what it means to be perfect and what it means for you to have to control the situation. Because without that, We are not able to see the man that is presenting himself to us. We are not able to be okay with him maybe being a little bit lesser, you know, on the personal development spectrum than we are. Right. And again, I'm not saying like, oh, you know, like just go again. Like there's no, like, I don't want nobody to date, no scrubs. I'm not saying, well, Lily said you should go out on a date, you know, even if, you know, they, they don't check off the list. But what I'm saying is what is your energy? What is your connection to what you think that you should be getting, because I can tell you as who knows what's going to happen when this airs, but I'm going through that myself right now. Right. So this is the thing. Go ahead. I know I was sitting here and, you know, when you were sitting here and, um, and talking about having your vision board and, and, um, having that, that bit of control, it's almost the person that, super flawless on the outside likes like doesn't want to be necessarily like approached by people but wants to make sure that she's seen whenever she walks in a room Mm. and may or may not on the date with the boyfriend 
Like, yes, I'm here with you. Yes, I care. But also, you know, posting on the Instagram and responding to, you know, like it's, it's not like almost like subtle little tiny things to just reaffirm that at the end of the day, no matter what happens, like I got me, Mm. you know what I mean? Or like, I have options. Like I, like I have control here Mm. Um, instead of almost being blissfully all in, if that makes sense, because I don't know um, exactly. I'm trying to think of like a switch, but when Ryan and I got married, you know, we joked because they're, you know, there was a period when we, when we first got married and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know. Like, I feel like I used to be more seen when I would go places, you know, and now I just, I must just be give off super married vibes. I don't know. And (laughs) I, um, I went to target. I was in Northern Virginia. Oh my gosh. This poor guy is probably never going to talk to someone in target ever again, but I, you know, had a basket, you know, shopping in target as one does. And, uh, this guy said something and was like, you know, some like, you know, small, like, Oh, you know, Hey there, you look, you know, whatever he said, it was some, some compliment, you know? And I looked up, I was so not on that page. I was like, are you talking to me? And he Mm -hmm. just looked at me. I got so excited. I was like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And Ryan was like, Oh, Cheryl. And I was like, and the guy's just like, Whoa. And just like walked away. You know, he was like, that reaction was a bit much. Um, and I told Ryan, I called him and I was like, Ryan, a guy hit on me today. I was so excited about it. And he was like, oh, sassy. And I was like, I'm, he's like, just take that little moment and put it in your back pocket for whenever you need it. Yes. You aren't just like super over the hill married, you know, and he gave me a high five kind of thing, <laughs> but it was just, it, it's so funny when you have those shifts because, you know, for Ryan and I, when we dress up and go out for a nice night and even, um, we did our, our thing, our dating thing was, uh, in Philly, we would do ballroom dancing and do dance mm. lessons once a week. Cause neither of us knew, and we weren't good at it, but we were like, we can do it together and learn. So we did a showcase where it's basically, you know, you do a dance, you know, and there are about 300, 350 people there. And I was so nervous, you know, when I went for the rehearsals, but then when we got on stage, it was so, it was like, yes, there were 350 people there. Yes. We were doing a dance that like we learned, you know, we learned how to dance like months earlier, um, months, not years. Um, so don't think we're dancing with the stars cause we're not okay. <laughs> okay. But when we got on there, it was just, it's so just us, if that makes sense. Mm. And it's such like, it was really, you know, and I even have a recording of it and it, it it was more like Ryan and I were having our moment, but other people were just like invited to witness Mm. where I think with the goddess woman, it's like, I'm here, I'm in this moment, but also it's not just all in, if that Mm. makes sense. Like you're still like, yeah. Acknowledging and looking for the points at other places totally. instead of being that. Oh my oh. God. I love that story. I was just, you're like taking me to places today. I don't know what, <laughs> yeah, this energy here. Oh, it's so beautiful. And yeah, like that is, you know, that's a great kind of a great analogy because the, a lot of times exactly like what you said about what you experienced with like your, your friend and this, this experience too, is that the goddess one on IG 
I have a lot of goddess friends and the, I use goddess purposely, purposefully to trigger people um, because it will, right? Because people are like, oh, you're such a goddess, right? Which uh, being a goddess is amazing. I'm a, I'm a goddess, but for this archetype, what the attachment is really to the outward perception. There's a lit, there's a lot of, you know, I have a, like, again, a lot of my friends are goddess archetypes. I don't call them out obviously, cause I'm loving like that, but, but unless they ask for it or they take my quiz, but on the outside, like the outward perception is like, oh, you have everything together. Everything's going amazing. You know, everything's great. But then when it comes to love, it's like, a, it feels like a complete, like chaotic shit show, basically. Yeah. It just, you know, it feels like that there, the, the, I think what you're talking about or you're alluding to is like, there's the, the disconnect between like reality, like being in it and being with it or being disconnected from, you know, this outward, beautiful perception, which I love, you know, like, you know, the goddess is probably the closest one to me that I dip back into. And again, like I'm completely transparent. I'm not hundred percent all the time. Right. But that's like, that's part, part of the healing is to discovering who you are without all of that. You know, who, who, you know, who are you when you're going on date? Go ahead. I was going to say, do you feel like the goddess woman is someone who quickly decides on relationships, but also gets into them very quickly. Yeah. I'm thinking JLo. JLo is coming yeah. to me on goddess. Yeah. Which I've never really talked, thought about before, but like, that's, I don't know for whatever reason that's coming up for me. And who knows, again, like I, I try not to go into celebrity relationships because I don't know anything about them and I would never try to understand anything that's going on, but it, that, I don't know. I'm get, God told me to talk about JLo. So I said <laughs> JLo, you know, so, so yeah. yeah. Cause I'm thinking of my, um, you know, one goddess friend in, in particular, and you know, it's very much a quick you know, going from one relationship to another, but again, how it's almost a part of that, that vision board. And it's like a checklist from a, a visual standpoint, like, mm-hmm. it, like the boyfriend is an important variable. Like it's a, it's a checkbox of success, mm-hmm. but again, not being all in, but yeah. if you take pictures, it like completes the image. And there's just, there's a huge difference, you know, between the, the image boyfriend and the all in boyfriend relationship that, you know, kind of going for a longer haul, there's a depth difference Mm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, with the goddess is that she, and, you know, God, I love the goddess. You know, there are a few things about her that are also pretty interesting, which is she is a helper. Like she's likely a healer. She's likely a coach. She's likely, you know, I, some of my clients are, they work in the school system, like counselors or whatever, but in some way that she serves, right. She helps. She's like a teacher or a coach or something, um, a mental health professional, a therapist, what have you. And it is hard for her to turn that off in a, in a dating relationship. Like she, because she knows she's so damn smart. Like she knows, she knows this man's attachment style is avoidant. She knows what he's doing when he doesn't, doesn't text her back right away. He's getting scared and she knows this, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, But it is very hard for the goddess woman to not jump into that role with him, which in, in the end will not be a great, you know, let's just throw that out out there. Like in the end is not a great, you know, a relationship. Right. Um, so she tends to go into like being a mothering figure, 
um, a coach, a teacher or a therapist or something like that, because she is good at it. That's her thing. I've been, been, you know, dating before where he called it out and I'm so grateful that he did because I don't even realize that is what I'm doing. Right. It's like, just, that's who I am. Right. And so that happens a lot with the goddess woman. And then, you know, you get entrenched and then you get a, 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 you get attached. That's how you become connected. You know, a lot of things happen if those, if that happens at the beginning and is at the foundation. Does that make sense? Yes. And I think, um, and tell me if I'm wrong, I am a big proponent and it's something that uh, the military lifestyle is kind of forced on me, but it's, it's one of those things that not that I, I don't like it all the time, but something that has really helped me grow as a person is being forced to be away from my person mm. and be truly alone. And we did an episode before alone versus lonely and how they're two separate things. Uh, yeah. And I think it's so important because I learned how to fully love myself and be genuinely happy being alone without my person. And when I think of my, my goddess friend, you know, she hops very quickly from relationship to relationship. She almost hides opportunities to be positively alone is, is what mm-hmm. I call it by, you know, Oh, I'm going to go to dinner with anyone who asked me out for invites, you know, just, Hey, I'm going to fill up my Instagram. Oh, I'm going here. I'm traveling here. I'm flying here. I'm going out to restaurants, like all this. And it's like, probably what you actually need to do is just be alone Mm. and learn how to be positively alone. Like there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. And a lot of times your greatest points of growth are when you are not, I want to say forced to, cause you know, it's not it's, you know, no one ever likes, you know, like, oh, I'm leaving for like months, like, see you, you know, like no one likes it. <laughs> That's but, fortress style. Right. But it is, there's something so positive in living out your vision board and making progress, but going that deep level and taking the time with just yourself instead of, you know, kind of doing the YOLO Instagram every opportunity for the vision, mm-hmm. the vision board that you have of, I have this, you know, flashy, yeah. amazing lifestyle, which you can have, and I'm here for it, but are you getting deep and real with yourself? Yeah. too? You know? Yeah. The goddess woman is very challenged, like challenged with that when it comes to dating, because it seems like, like it's, you know, actually one of the, the tenants, what you're talking about with, um, with time, you know, like when she's dating the, the, the men that she's, she's dating because, and you know, it's a balance. I, you know, like what you're talking about, it's a balance for sure. Right. Of course we want to live up. Of course we want to give ourselves what we need and what we want, you know, and is, is it also like, if you want love, if you want epic love, it is also a dedication to making space for that. And a lot of that is like, you know, space within ourselves, space within our heart, space within our soul uh, for that connection. Um, because sometimes with the goddess woman, um, she gets feedback when she's dating two things really. One is that she, like the man doesn't feel like she has enough time because her calendar is, I'm not saying again, just go cross off your calendar. Cause Lily said so, but like, take a good look at like, if epic love is something that you want, like if magnetic love is something that you want, are you making space for that? in your life. And sometimes, in fact, you know, a lot of times like you're exactly right, Cheryl, like the goddess has to make space. And sometimes it is just being space alone. Like personally, 
I make space for myself every week, one day a week, I sit with myself. And when I get bored, I real that is when I, I get excited. And this sounds super dumb, but this, I get excited because I know that I'm actually rewiring things in my body and my brain to make it safe to be within myself. So I'm not saying you take that on. Cause that's like a major, I know that's a major, you know, people call me a weirdo, but it works for me. I, um, you know, even in the workspace, I said, an hour meeting with myself at least once a month. And mm. if life gets crazy and busier, I do like an hour a week. And I literally on my calendar, outlook calendar, like mm. have a meeting and I will literally just sit there and like, look at a window, look at a whiteboard. And I just give myself time to think, mm. um, and just time to either free flow problems or thoughts or ideas, or just sit here and, you know, think of solutions, but it's just a planned time to just kind of exist. Mm, and it has helped me grow so much. And, you know, I've did a 30 day glow up in the summertime. And one of the things was taking a minimum of 15 minutes every day for myself. Mm. And for me, that's in slow sipping a cup of coffee and just sitting in the backyard, soaking up the amazing, phenomenal view that like, just I'm awestruck every day I get to see it. Mm. But you know, sitting there and just, just like existing and letting thoughts come and go because it really helps you like take it down a notch and be more like centered, you know? Yeah. Let, let's get level deep here because this is, this is very nuanced, especially for the goddess woman. What you're describing is femininity is flow. What you're talking about, you said free flow. What, what, what you're describing is an opportunity that you're giving yourself to just be, to not have to, not have to perform, not have to do, not have to, you know, task out, not have to, you know, finish, not have to anything other than just be the reason this is nuanced and it's so amazing. And I'm not surprised that it's coming up when we're talking about the goddess, because one reason that she's called the goddess archetype is because she knows about the divine feminine. She's read books about it. She's looking Instagram about like, oh, the divine feminine, you just need to learn how to receive. You just need to stop being more masculine. You just need to just be in flow, just be and all that stuff. That is hard. You know, that is very, very difficult to do. And the reason it's so nuanced is because someone is going to take this. And I know this because I've done this so many times. Someone is going to hear this. And they're going to hear, oh, I just need to be more in my feminine. That is not what I'm saying. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that we have to heal, especially the goddess, because she's elevated. She knows the way that she's supposed to be, quote unquote, but it's hard for her to, to let go, which is all over Instagram. And I hate it, right? Because <laughs> if it was easy, if it was easy to let go of control, if it was easy to let go of what's going to, what's happening in the process, if it, if it was e the dating process, if it was easy to let go of the perfectionism that she feels so driven to keep on point, to, to look, you know, to look, to act, to feel a certain way, then she would have already been doing it by now. Right. Yeah. And the goddess woman has been through some shit in her life. She has been through it. Like where there's drama, there's trauma. She's been through it. She knows what emotional trauma. She's done a lot of healing too, but she's like really at that press prep precipice where she knows like the, again, a lot of things that, that she knows. And I don't even talk about Cheryl, the divine feminine anymore, because what 
the teachings right now about divine feminine make me angry because they miss the mark because they, what they do is they're telling women how to, what to do, how to feel, how to think. And women read that and women, meaning I'm like, raise my hand. Cause I've been guilty of this. We try to be, we try to override these, these, these younger parts of us, these hurt parts of us, these wounded parts of us that are really the parts that are attracting these unavailable men and unconscious men or however, whatever word that you want to say it over, it's an overriding, it, it serves an overriding function, right? So it doesn't have all of our parts on board. You know, when, when, oh, I, this is what I need to do. I just need to be in my divine feminine. Don't be so masculine. What you're, what, what's missed in that is the healing that needs to happen. So you can embody your divine feminine. And I even don't even like saying that because it's cringy and, you know, in my body, because it's said <laughs> so much and people miss the mark because it's not just what we're doing, like what you read on Instagram, what you read in a book or listen to a podcast, or even listening to my voice right now, it is about healing yourself internally so that all parts of you, not overriding, but all parts of you can be safe in this dating process, be out of control and be safe, be imperfect and be safe, be messy as fuck and be safe, <laughs> you know, in the dating yeah. process. When I love talking to you, obviously, um, but man, I, I think, you know, I think of the goddess, the goddess woman and, you know, there, there is something about getting deep. And again, they're, they're into books, you know, they're into reading, they're into elevating themselves and, and going things, but again, taking the time to absorb, but not overcorrect things. I think mm. overcorrection is something that, okay, I I'm a doer. I just want to get it done. I want to be the best at it. So then you'd like hard charge, you know, and then mm, sounds like such a military so you know, term. I know. So <laughs> here I am. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the, the <laughs> I'm wearing, uh, my husband's green, uh, Marine Corps sweatshirt right now too. Um, so I really looked the part. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but like, and you know, but you're, you know, you're so, you like being the best, you know, you want to be, you know, so you're just, you're hard charging, you go, you know? Um, but in doing that, like you were saying, you skip over the deep work that needs to be done to actually get to that end result. You could like, you, you know, um, you can only, you know, push and rally, but mm. so hard and it will only get you so far. Yeah. If the, the deep work happens, you know, you can, you know, you can take a bulldozer and you can move a lot of dirt across the top of the earth, but the volcano at the bottom is still going, mm, you know, like wow. you gotta get, you yeah. gotta get to that core, you know, to really make a change. Um, so much, so, so uh, much. Yes. Um, well, I know we are like, we're like, oh, oh my gosh, we're out of time. Um, I love our conversations mm. before we wrap up. Um, Real quick, any last minute mm. words um, or thoughts you'd like to leave for our goddess woman? Yeah. First of all, goddess woman, thank you for doing the work on, that you've done on yourself. Like you are li like literally up leveled. You're up leveling humanity, up leveling, up leveling the consciousness. You're like I said, likely helping a lot like in society in like, you know, as a therapist or coach or something like that. So thank you for doing the work. I, I you know, there are a lot of things really that are coming to me what I offer and what I always offer is like, are you willing to see something differently? Like, are you willing to be open to a better way? Hard for the goddess, right? Because she already knows. She's like, Lily, 
man, you, I don't need this. Like, you know, who are you? You know, and I love you for that because that's what makes you so strong. Like you've been through some stuff and I get it. Right. So are you open to a better way? Like if it, you know, if you've seen, you know, we talk about patterns, if you see a pattern th- happen three or more times in your dating life, whatever that is, there's something there. And I say that with love, but I also say that with awareness and really, you know, that's kind of the first step. And, and again, your patterns, aren't you, your patterns, aren't you, they're just a part of you that is like screaming for you to heal and it'll heal to like in this lifetime or in a diff- different life lifetime, but it is offering an opportunity, you know, as, as these patterns come up, you know, as, as, you know, you know, your poor friend who just like goes blank face and like completely, you know, goes to a different dimension, right? Like that does not have to happen. It doesn't have to take you out. Like if you get disappointed or if someone says no to you, or if, you know, or, whatever, you know, happens in the dating life. So those are two important things. The other thing that I I haven't mentioned on the other ones is that I have a quiz out now, actually, as of, as of today, which I'm so excited about. Um, I'm excited about. And so there are two different resources that, um, I'd love for your listeners to pick or both like whatever uh, speaks to them. But the, um, the free, the love method for Epic love workbook is that free download $197 value that will go through all of the different steps to getting to the magnetic woman, which we're going to be talking about in the next episode. And that is my goal. That is the goal I I want for every woman on the planet, because that is going to raise our shit. So like, Oh, it's gonna be so good when this happens. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm so excited. Yes. 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 So my, I don't think I told you this, but my, I had a dream the other night of my big audacious goal is to help 1 million people find love in my lifetime. And so this is part of the work. Um, the last thing that I want to say is the quiz can be found at datingarchetype.com and it'll take you through, uh, just it's two minutes. It'll reveal your blocks to love and help you find your true match. And so you can f- figure out like, who are you and then what to do next. Oh, I love that. So, um, mimosas, if you're listening to this or, you know, someone who maybe should be listening to this, please, um, let them know about the quiz and these episodes so we can all just help our community get that epic magnetic love, because I'll tell you why it's, it's pretty awesome. It's, (laughs) it's, it's a great, it's a really great space to be in and circling back to our quote of the day, where there's drama, there's trauma. Mimosas, be kind to one another. Let's recognize that in our uh, fellow mimosas in the community. And until next time. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Cheers, mimosas. Mimosas.